Hello, I am so excited to welcome you to the very first Millennial TV podcast. We are your hosts, Candice, Liz, and Adrian, and we're going to be walking you through the what is, in my opinion, best era of reality TV, and to be honest, TV in general. It's the Millennial era, and it's pretty much anywhere between 1990 up to about 2012. This podcast is a passion project and dream of mine. And when I say that, I really mean that. I have been wanting to do something like this for years, and I'm so excited that you're joining us on this journey. We are going to start with the one and only Laguna Beach, and we'll also be talking about relevant pop culture news and other fun things, but I thought it would be a good idea to introduce ourselves first. So I'm Candice. I was born and raised in the Silicon Valley in California. I am a true millennial at heart when it comes to everything from my side parts to my skinny jeans. I fully revel in my millennial status and don't make me try to change. And I moved about six and a half, seven years ago to the East Coast, which was a crazy change. But I'm about a month or so out from my certification for medical assisting. But other than that, I am obsessed with reality TV, with trash reality TV, to be exact. I watch everything from Sister Wives to Dan's Moms to The Hills to Laguna Beach to America's Next Top Model. Pretty much anything that there is, I watch it. And growing up, I started off with talk shows with my mom, Ricky Lake, Jenny Jones, all that kind of stuff. And I spent a lot of time watching these shows and I'll go through phases where I rewatch them. And I thought for a while that there was no one else that could possibly be doing this as much as me. And then I found Reddit and I didn't post much on the Hill subreddit until I got The idea for this Millennial TV podcast, I posted if anybody was wanting to do a rewatch of Laguna Beach and do a podcast with me, and I actually got so many responses, and it was very exciting. I did several interviews, and that's where I found my co-hosts, Liz and Adrian. We connected right off the bat, and it was honestly gravy from there because it's been such a fun ride, but you guys can follow up here and tell everyone how you found me. Hi, I'm Liz. A little about me. I grew up in Michigan, but I live in San Diego and I've been here since 2005. I'm 36 and me and my husband have been married for 11 years. His name is Kyle and we have two daughters. Me and Kyle, we both do video editing and then I also do audio editing for work and we are theme park junkies. We love all things uh, cheesy tourist attractions And of course, reality shows. Uh, We have two cats and we love living in our little suburb of San Diego. So when I moved to San Diego, I was 18 and I didn't know anybody, but I made my mom drive us up to Laguna Beach one day and we spent the day there. We went to the beach and we walked in the downtown area. And then when The Hills started airing, I was making plans to move to Los Angeles to go to film school. And I lived in LA for the year of 2008. And so I was actually living there when The Hills was still airing. So that was really cool to be able to go to some of the different places that they went to on the show. And it's always just been a comfort show for me. If nothing's on to watch, I will just put that on and I always come back to it. This past May, I was cruising The Hills subreddit and I came across the post that Candace had made and I never ever post on Reddit. I'm always a lurker, but I decided to step out of my comfort zone and comment and then we talked and it was like an instant connection and this has just been super exciting for me. Yeah, it's just been awesome making two new friends and it's really hard to make friends as an adult. (laughs) So this has been really awesome having two new friends to hang out with each week, even though we don't live in the same state or anything. It's just been great. So I'm really excited to see what happens. Hey everyone, I'm Adrian. I live in Vancouver, Canada, and I'm currently 29, but I'll be turning 30 in less than a month here. I'm on the younger side of the millennial spectrum, but I do have a sister that's seven years older than me. So growing up, we watched a bunch of different shows together, anything from Gilmore Girls all the way to Hannah Montana for me because I was really clinging on to that childhood. I started watching Laguna Beach when I was in middle school, I think at the end of middle school. And I actually started with season two when it was airing on MTV and I loved it so much. I went to Future Shop and bought the DVDs for seasons one and two. In school, 
you know, I never really had anyone to talk to about Laguna Beach. Most of my friends weren't really into reality TV and people back then would really laugh when you talked about watching reality TV. But I was watching things like Real World, Road Rules, Life of Ryan, Next, like the OG Kardashians, but I just never had anyone to talk to about these things. And then when Steven and Kristen started the Back to the Beach podcast, I was so excited. Like every Tuesday, I would wake up, listen to the podcast while I walked my dog in the morning. And then after that, I would go on Reddit to read all of the comments that people had about that episode. And I'm one of those Reddit lurkers like Liz. I rarely comment and mostly just go on to read about people's advice or opinions. But one day I saw this post asking if anyone was interested in hosting a podcast about Laguna Beach. And something in me just said that I had to post and comment on that. So here we are. And it's been so awesome getting to know these two ladies. And I can't wait to talk through all the drama with all of you. Today, we are recapping season one, episode one of Laguna Beach, a black and white affair. If you want to follow along with us, you can watch on Netflix in the US. Or if you're in Canada, like Adrian, you can watch on the CTV website. And now let's jump right into the episode. Okay, ladies, are we ready to get into some Laguna Beach drama? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So th- the fun thing that I did was I found the original air date, which took me back. September 28th, 2004, <laughs> um, which was a very different time, if you'll remember. I was thinking kind of about reality TV before I got into this and, and where it was in the 2000s. And it was a very different world. Like, I feel like we have to set the scene because... The reality TV shows that were happening then were like True Life or The Real World or a game show. Like Mm -hmm. there wasn't really anything that was like dramatized reality. Like that didn't quite exist yet, which I think made Laguna Beach really unique because we were so used to like documentary style things that, you know, were very clearly like produced. But this we weren't sure like is it real? Is it not real? Like what's happening? Mm -hmm. And I think that was the draw and the excitement of the whole thing. And I just wanted to ask you guys, how did you start watching the show or how did you get interested in Laguna Beach? I just started watching it when I was in high school and I graduated in 2005. So I was in the same class as like Kristen and all of them. So starting watching a show like that when it was my life was like that at the time was very, yeah. I, I felt very seen, you know, very, yeah. like, it made me feel, okay, it's not just me growing through relationship drama and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I started it, yeah. I think. Yeah. Were you team Kristen or team Lauren? I was team Lauren all the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I love Kristen now as an adult. I'm like, she's such a badass. I love her. But yeah, I was always team Lauren. And I mean, she's still my favorite for sure. Adrian, what about you? So I actually only started midway during season two and I was just scrolling, you know, MTV. That's how we all used to find TV shows back then is you would just put on a channel, look at the guide and just watch whatever's mm-hmm. on. Oh, I um, <laughs> and I saw Laguna Beach and I don't know, I guess it was running like a marathon or something one day and I just like cycled through a bunch of episodes and loved it. I mean, what is better than a love triangle with beautiful people in a scenic town (laughs) in high school? And I mean, now that I think about it, maybe I am Team Kristen because I started in season two Mm -hmm. where she was the narrator. Oh, no, I I see that. That makes sense. I totally see that. So I've always liked her better and saw her point of view as a, you know, mm-hmm. Lauren's there to steal her boyfriend. Like she was there first and she's Steven's girlfriend. So maybe that all came because I saw it from her point of view in season two. So that's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I graduated in 2009. So these cast members were definitely older than me and I looked up to them so hard. I definitely like I emulated my style after them. I, I started <laughs> talking like them. I was like all about this show. And I remember very distinctly, it was like late night and I was like finishing up my homework and an MTV commercial came on and it was a preview for the bonfire episode. And I just remember seeing Kristen telling Steven, 
I don't want to talk about it right now. I don't want to talk about it right now, Stephen. We'll talk about it later. And I was just like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm like so tuning in for this. And it was like Laguna Beach, 10 p.m., like Tuesdays or whatever. And I was like, absolutely, I'm in. And then I pretty much started watching from there. So, and I was definitely team Lauren all the way. I wanted her and Stephen to end up together and have babies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was all about it. I really wrote or died for Lauren mm-hmm. Conrad. She was the original <laughs> yep. Taylor Swift in my life. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day on the podcast, I'll read my paper about how Lauren Conrad was my hero that I wrote. In oh grade. my goodness. I would love yes, to hear please. that. <laughs> and my 14 year old self writing about Lauren Conrad being my hero. And it's funny because my teacher at the time was like 23 and she loved reality TV too. So she was like so into it. And she wrote all over my paper. Like she had all these questions for me. I remember I thought it was so cool. She was like, do you really think she's like that in real life? And like, you know, she was like totally asking me all the stuff about it. It was awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I would love to read it. Oh, yeah. Me too. I, I, one day I'll read it on the podcast. It'll be a special episode. <laughs> so... We start off with Lauren Conrad herself, kind of picture-perfect, picturesque surfer town of Laguna Beach. And Lauren's walking along the beach with her perfect California look, tank top over bikini top with skirt and flip-flops in her hand with her sun-kissed bleach blonde hair. And we get introduced to Lo, represented by Lauren as kind of a ride-or-die friend and that she was there with her through senior year. Next up is Christina the reverend's daughter. No, really, she is. <laughs> um, says Lauren, and I loved that. I wrote that um, line down. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, really, she is. She is. <laughs> like, I didn't believe you. My mom was the reverend's daughter, so I always thought that was funny because she... <laughs> and I'm like, that was my mom in high school. They lump Morgan in with her, saying that Morgan's goal is to save herself for the right guy. Mm. And I really just have to say that I cringe because I would to be introduced as this in high school to all of my friends and the world oh yeah how embarrassing (laughs) Um, like right like her whole goal is to save herself for the right guy like oh my god I don't that's awful I don't want people to know that I know I wrote I was like I get it from a producer standpoint that you want to like carve this girl as this like girl with upstanding morals that's like different Mm -hmm. from the rest of the people who are hooking up but like to even put that kind of a stereotype on a teenage girl oh I would have yeah. been so upset <sighs> yes weird <laughs> weird because now everybody who watches is like well that girl is off limits yeah, yeah you know exactly. like, yeah I'm like oh my god I, I hope that it didn't affect her that much because that would have really bothered me back then but mm-hmm. she seems to be doing just fine with her life so good for Morgan <laughs> um then we get Trey who is the serious one with the best party house in Laguna and I always thought Trey was super cute (laughs) same oh yeah 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 and he was so like sure of himself I was like everybody's obsessed with Steven but it's about Trey man (laughs) um (laughs) Talon is next and we're told he's a playboy and according to Lauren he's hooked up with most of the girls at their school twice (laughs) Talon I feel like there should have been an episode called Talon 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 because that is all I think (laughs) when I see him on screen is just oh Talon (laughs) (laughs) Then Lauren introduces Kristen, which she sounds oh so thrilled about. Um, We get introduced to her as a hot drama queen that can't stand Lauren. Then we get introduced to the reason for all the animosity between Lauren and Kristen. And it's Steven, the quintessential California surfer boy. Lauren says, I guess he's kind of her boyfriend, (laughs) which (laughs) is insane to me now knowing that yes that was Kristen's yes. boyfriend and yep. you we're just the other woman yep. but back then you're like no like he belongs with Lauren Kristen's the wrong girl and I fully bought into that but it's just it's so funny that they made her go in and record I guess he's kind of her boyfriend I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, like oh those producers but Lauren then says they're super close and they've been going to college together in San Francisco and she's just waiting for Steven to realize that Kristen is the wrong girl for him then Elsie introduces herself as Lauren, and her friends call her Elsie, that she's always been the nice girl, but this year she wanted to go for what she wanted, and all of this started at the black and white party. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 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 then we get the coming clean theme, 
And I have so many things to say about this theme song. And the first thing is, why are they all so pretty? Um, that yeah. is exactly what I have down to. I'm mm-hmm. like, they're such a beautiful, pretty, handsome group of friends. I'm like, there is no way that this is normal high school. Right. They look like they could all be on a CW television show. Like, yeah, they totally. truly have this model, like, look about them. And I, I'm jealous they're gorgeous. <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> They're also not awkward. Like as teenagers, yeah. you kind of carry yeah. yourself in like a kind of like awkward way sometimes. But like yeah. they were so confident and acted as if they were like 25 or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's funny because Kirsten says on the back to the bar or not back to the bar, Josh, back to the beach. <laughs> There's two different podcasts. Back to the beach podcast. She says, that she had no idea what she was doing and she was just as insecure as everybody else. And I think we all feel that way. When you look back at high school, mm-hmm. there's people who tell me like, oh, I, I thought you were so cool. And I was like, afraid to talk to you. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> I, had no, I'm like, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know what I was talking about. I didn't, I didn't know anything. Like I was so not that person, but I think you just give off the vibe that you think is cool and people interpret that however. And I think that's, was happening with most of these kids I don't think they had any idea what they looked like or seemed like or (laughs) anything like that which makes the show really fun actually so we start off with our girls at Lauren's house Lo, Morgan, Christina and Lauren talking about planning a party while eating chips and salsa on Lauren's deck the girls talk about previous parties they've had aristocrat themes and dress up and what kind of themes they want to do this time they decide on black and white cocktail party and no one is let in unless fully decked and it's going to be in a hotel my 20th birthday was emulated after this for sure no way (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. my friends and i had these little meetings everything with the guest list and figuring it out and i rented an embassy suites hotel room (laughs) and the theme was pajama party because we were gonna get drunk so we wanted to be comfortable and we also wanted to wear cute nightgowns in front of the boys and yeah I wanted a Laguna Beach black and white affair but oh, that's so awesome <laughs> I noted I'm like these four sitting around together talking about planning a party again they appear so much older they're like mm-hmm. four housewives with their like yes. children in school and they're sitting home yeah. planning a party yes. and Lo yes. mentions that with her little they polo had their little polo <laughs> Lo talks about how they had an aristocrat party before and I'm yeah. like yeah. how old are these people I'm like granted I was a bit younger when the show came out but I'm like I had laser tag parties, okay, yeah. parties. Yes. I'm like, I'm not hosting, like, themed parties. Yeah. What's yeah. happening school, here? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Who had the money to go out and buy clothes, outfits, yeah. rent, like, the hotel? Although, yeah. now we know from the podcast, Back to the Beach, mm-hmm. producers rented that for oh, them. Yeah. But, like, to throw such a fancy party, it did not look like that in my high school. Oh, no, yeah. me neither. There was a time where, like, it was really popular to have – a dress up party like for your 16th birthday where Mm -hmm. everybody wears a nice outfit and I remember most of it was like you'd wear the dress that you wore to eighth grade graduation yeah it was all that you had yes yeah so I mean that was definitely popular but we certainly weren't having black and white cocktail parties (laughs) yeah (laughs) and again when I even when I was having my 20th birthday party like it was not black and white cocktail we were like pajamas (laughs) it was not we were not trying to to do that they started talking about the guest list to which Kristen comes up and Lo says drama and Lauren just kind (laughs) of coughs and says yeah clearly there's something going on there they set that up nicely. And of course, the very next scene is Kristen lounging in her pool or what we're supposed to think is her pool, because mm. we know from back to the beach that that was not her house, nor her pool, <laughs> nor was it filmed anywhere near the black and white party because it was a pickup scene that was filmed afterwards. But the main thing that I'm looking at here is, holy crap, did they sexualize a 17 year old mm-hmm. girl? I actually mm-hmm. wrote down that exact same thing. Like, how? How did they get away with that? Yeah. Yeah. It is very, like, sexualized. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised that Kristen went along with it. Now, again, she was 17. So I guess you kind of just do whatever they tell you. And I think yeah. that was a big part of 
this show being successful too was that those kids kind of just did whatever the producers told them to do um mm-hmm. because they were like whatever you know it's one yeah. thing I'm doing it's not going to follow me around forever but kind of did so and again made them appear so much older yes mm-hmm. and I also wrote like part of I, I mean yes they are totally sexualizing the image of like a teenage girl but Kristen being so confident and playing right into it it was like you totally bought it because again Mm -hmm. she wasn't like an awkward teenager she was there being like this is me this is my body I know I look good I'm gonna show it off on camera yep yeah watching it I still wish that I had a body like hers um to this day so I mean (laughs) I mean listen if you're gonna be exploited at least you were exploited in your prime yes exactly yeah she looks so good (laughs) so Kristen gets out of the pool and she answers her phone and it's Alex H on the line she says they're gonna hang out later but she's gonna go visit Steven first and Alex asks how they're doing and she says they're doing really good and then we get a fun little puppy love scene with Kristen and Steven Kristen goes to see Steven at work and they are so cute they talk about Trey's barbecue that Steven is going to after work and Kristen says she's not going if Lauren's going I have to say, Steven's shirt in that scene, I felt like I knew a hundred guys who owned that same shirt. It was like the Abercrombie yes. with the blue stripe. And it just like brought me back. I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> that shirt specifically. I feel like that's such a California thing though. Like did yeah. guys have the surfer look in Canada? Not as much. Yeah. He definitely wore Hollister, but it wasn't to this degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely like a California kind of look. Oh, yeah. The other thing I noted was Kristen's long dangly earrings, oh, which I said yes. were so big <laughs> back in the day. Because, like, you would wear whatever was, like, funky or cool. Or if you like stars, you would Chunky wear that. Chunky jewelry. Yeah. yeah. But now everything's, like, aesthetic. You got to be, like, mm-hmm. gold or marble, turtle shell, minimalistic. Yeah. Like, everything's just got to, like, have that look. But back then it was, like throw whatever you have on that you think is cute. I still do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure Kristen said that the I'm not going if Lauren's going was a soundbite or something the producers made her say. And you can kind of tell it it doesn't sound like it fits into that conversation. Like the audio just sounds a little weird. And her back was turned to the camera when when we heard it too. Yeah. Yeah, and the Dance Moms cast always says, if you don't see our mouths moving and physically saying the words, we did not say it in that scene or we were forced to say it later. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But it's funny because she sounds so irritated when she says it. And I wonder if it's because she was genuinely irritated at the time at Lauren or if they were like, sound really irritated when you say this. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wonder how produced that line was because it is pretty iconic. <laughs> I'm not going if yeah. Lauren's going. then we move on to the barbecue it starts with lauren leaving low a message on the phone that she's the only senior girl there basically begging low to come and save her then polster is telling people how to knock to get in and i thought that was so funny for some Mm -hmm. reason he's just like you gotta like dun 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 dun, and then dun 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 dun. (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i'm like i don't know who he's talking to but it's so funny uh also random thought of mine is I used to think that Polster was so random and cool and that name was like so random and cool and then I found out that his name is actually Lauren Polster oh is it (laughs) it is it's Lauren L-O-R-E-N another Lauren yes that's what I said I'm like (laughs) so we have Alex H who's actually Lauren but then she went by Alex because it's her middle name then we have Lo who's Lauren as well and Lauren LC <laughs> and Lauren Polster. <laughs> like, That's crazy. So, yeah, so many Laurens. But yeah, I just thought Polster was, I was like, what a unique name. It's not even his first name. So now that makes more sense to me. Um, <laughs> so then Dieter gets introduced as Steven's wingman and kind of like the voice of reason. I always had a soft spot for Dieter. He was always so sweet to Jessica when he was dating her. And I just always had like a really soft spot for him. Mm. But And he was a really good friend of Lauren as well. And yeah, they're still friends. Yeah, he was friends, a really good guy. Yeah. Which makes me really happy. So he comes in and he's asking Lauren why she's upset and if she wants to leave. And Lauren says no, but it's clear that she's waiting for Steven. Dieter asks if she's going to spend the night at Steven's house. And Lauren just gives him a sneaky little look <laughs> before they're distracted <laughs> by Polster wearing a silly hat. And I always thought that this scene was strange because Steven and Lauren were always like, yeah, but we weren't actually going to hook up. Like we weren't actually going to each other's houses. And I'm like, this scene 
is not fake. I know. (laughs) I know. Like, I, you cannot tell me that this was acting. (laughs) Like, there's no way. I just don't believe them. (laughs) I agree. I agree. They were going to call it producing the magic of editing and all yeah. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but no, like no, 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 the no, no, looks no. that they were giving each other yes. and those glances mm-hmm. and yes. like later in the episode they argue about this night but like it's totally the night I feel like that they hooked something up something happened yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like I, I know some things are pieced together and some of the looks are pieced together but this particular moment where Dieter asks her if she's gonna sleep over at Stevens and she gives him that look I'm like that was so real that was so real you can't yeah. you can't tell me it wasn't so uh i'm calling bullshit <laughs> that should be a game we play we call bullshit yes <laughs> then they're talking about going bubble bathing which they explain as putting bubble bath into jacuzzis to create a massive amount of bubbles <laughs> on the back to the beach podcast even said that this conversation was 100 real which makes it funnier to me i also love how lauren instantly moms them and tells them it's mean and not to go through yep. with it because that would have been me i would have been yeah. like, That's so mean <laughs> don't do that you're gonna I get said, in trouble it makes you feel like she's boring but honestly i am with her yes. i'd be like what the hell are you guys doing yeah that is not fun and then i love how she says why why would you do that and was yeah. like because it's fun <laughs> Lauren is us. We are Lauren. Yeah, we are Lauren in that moment for sure. And I just remember, like, do you remember talking your guy friends down from doing stupid shit? Oh, yeah. Like, this is so accurate of high school. You're just like, don't do that. Like, girls clearly mature faster than boys because they wanted to do some dumbass things Mm -hmm. (laughs) back then, for sure. (laughs) So then Steven arrives, and the whole party is so excited to see him. He is the man of the hour, but especially Lauren. Lauren instantly runs up and hugs him, and it's a wonderful little reunion of Stephen and Lauren, and they're so cute (laughs) together. (laughs) Then we bounce to Kristen's house. Kristen and Alex are giving each other pedicures and gossiping. Alex asks if Kristen knows if Stephen has talked to Lauren lately. Kristen says they're friends, but she's a stuck-up little brat. (laughs) I'm eye-rolling because Kristen admits on the podcast that a lot of things she said about Lauren were just because she was insecure, which is... I agree wholeheartedly because most girls are insecure in high school and then talk shit about other girls only because of this. Um, I know I did, but I get it because Lauren was definitely trying to steal her boyfriend (laughs) and I would be insecure about that girl. I mean, Lauren's gorgeous and definitely Steven was not telling her no. (laughs) He wasn't very good at that. So, you know, I, I get where Kristen's coming from. If any girl is flirting with my boyfriend, I would talk shit about them. Absolutely. And if my boyfriend was giving her like the time of day, oh my God, that would just drive me insane. Oh, absolutely. And then they're so, they're close friends. Like, friends. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, cute. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) not, not about it. So then she says, if you and Steven had babies, they'd be so good looking. (laughs) And Kristen says, yeah, because Steven's all tan. <laughs> and Kristen yes, admitted on, on, yep. on Back to the Beach that she said this was the dumbest thing she said ever said on the show. <laughs> and yeah, I remember watching that for the first time and being like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Your babies are not going to be tan out the womb. I got to tell you. <laughs> then they talk about how hot Steven is and how into Kristen he is. And Alex says, he likes you so much. And he's like admitting it to you. And Kristen says she can't believe it. And I actually think it's so cute because I totally remember like a guy really liking you for the first time and saying that he really liked you. And you're just like, oh my God, why? Because you're just like an insecure teenage girl and it feels so good and so nice. And like, clearly Steven really was very much into her and it's very cute. I appreciate the relationship a lot more watching it as an adult because- I was so like blinded by the Lauren propaganda that I was like, ew, no, Kristen sucks. But now I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm like, they were really cute. (laughs) Yeah. Her whole reaction in that part was definitely real. I felt the same way. I was like, oh my gosh, like I miss feeling like that. (laughs) She's like, I know, I can't believe it. And I was like, oh, it's the cutest thing ever. They were definitely in love at that time. So then we go back to Trey's barbecue. And seems to be dwindling down a bit. And they're talking about invites going out for the black and white party. 
Then we get the most amazing thing ever, which is the sequence of Lauren and Stephen just exchanging longing, flirty looks at each other set to music. And it is painfully obvious the editing team (laughs) just stitched all these scenes together, but they are so funny. Like, I was cracking up because... I paused it and was like, is anybody else seeing this? Like, I'm watching it by myself, but is anybody else seeing this? Like, this is insanity. Like, they just did this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was watching it, and a couple of those scenes, I was like, she's, like, looking at nothing, you know? Like, she's just, like, staring off, and they somehow made it look like, no, she's looking at him. It was hilarious. I wrote the same thing down, yeah. I put, there was barely any conversation in that scene. Like, no one's talking to each other. But you know what? It gave us so much. Oh, And I even wrote, I'm like, did they hook up after this? All signs point to yes. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite look she gives is she's like sitting there in her tie. It makes me laugh every time. She's sitting there in the inner chair and she's like leaned back and she has a necklace on or something and she like pulls at it and she like bites her lip and does like a big sigh. <laughs> I'm like, she literally looks like a Disney princess, like <laughs> longing after her prince. Like, it's so funny. I'm like, it's just Stephen Coletti. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the song that's playing in the background is one of my favorite songs from the soundtrack, which I, of course, yes, I had the Laguna Beach soundtrack <laughs> on CD and I loved it. It is a track called I Can't Help Myself by Von Penn and it's actually played twice in season one and it's amazing. So if you're ever like sitting around wanting your Laguna Beach vibes, check it out. It's a very mm-hmm. good song. <laughs> so Stephen then says, I want to go to my house. And Lauren looks at him and smiles, implying that they're going to leave together. Then he hits her arm playfully and says, come over. Then, scandalously, they both leave the party together. Mm. Now, Stephen says that they didn't leave together and they didn't go back to his house. But then why does he tell her, come over? (laughs) Is my question. (laughs) I don't think that that was just snuck in there. I think somebody's trying to cover something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was my biggest issue with the Back to the Beach podcast was I feel like they didn't give me enough dirt. I agree with that. And I feel like they covered up more than necessary. Stephen especially. Like, I agree. <laughs> like maybe they were worried somebody was going to get mad about yeah. something. But after so many years and talking about your like high school relationship that you have no romantic feelings for anymore he should have spilled it to us. Yes. He should have given us more. Cause like it wouldn't matter. And you know, talking candidly about Lauren, I feel like she wouldn't have cared either. Like it was like a cute thing for fans to like reminisce about and look at. So do you want to hear my theory? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I think Steven's still a little in love with Kristen. Oh yeah. Is that what you think? <laughs> mm-hmm. what? And you know why I think that I didn't think that. When I first started listening to the podcast, I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, yeah, they're just, you know, whatever. And then Kristen said something about how she has always talked to her exes, but she didn't talk to Steven when she was married at all. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's weird. That is weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Lauren still talks to Steven and she's married. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, interesting. And then the rest of the podcast, he kind of kept... Like, anytime anything bad happened between him and Kristen, he would, like, try to sweep it under the rug or, like, try to mm-hmm. play like it was different than it was. And I was just like, Stephen, are you, like, still... <laughs> do you still have, do you still have for our girl Kristen? Because, bro, I think she's good. <laughs> I think he gives her a lot of passes throughout the podcast, mm-hmm. like, in yeah. her behavior and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But I chalk it up to him just being like kind of a passive like non-confrontational kind of guy and just like you know giving her so many passes but hey if they end up dating I would love it oh my gosh (laughs) well and then he's always like oh I loved you so much back then I was really into you like Mm -hmm. you were everything and I'm like "Mm, it's funny how we still remember those feelings Steven (laughs) (laughs) yeah And Kristen's just like, "Mm, yeah, I sucked back then. (laughs) (laughs) So that's just my theory. But I guess time will tell, won't it? So they both leave the party together. And then we move to a completely different day. And we're at Lauren's house. 
and Lauren's house is under major construction. We meet Jim and Kathy, Lauren's parents, for the first time, and Stephen comes over to check out the new house. Lauren gives Stephen the grand tour. Lauren has a closet for clothes and shoes and purses. Separate closets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which, dang, this house is beautiful. And I gotta tell you, whenever they were selling it at the end of the hills, I was so sad. I was like, this house is amazing. Don't sell it. Keep it in the family forever. Yeah, they should have just spent so much time. You spent so much time building it. And your kids grew up there. And I I love that house. I've always, always, always admired that house. And I was super sad about that. If you think about it, by the time you save enough money to like build and design your own home, you're probably in your 50s, let's say, where you build that dream home. Yeah. But you only have a few more years before your kids like grow up, leave the nest, yeah. go to college and stuff. Yeah. So it's actually such a weird thing because like you work so hard to build this dream home for your family, mm-hmm. but they don't even you don't even get to live with them in that house yeah. for such a long time. So and I always thought it was weird that they were doing it Lauren senior year, but then I realized she had siblings and I was like, oh okay, like not too weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, your kid is like fully moving out and you just gave her two closets. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can see all of Laguna from Lauren's pool. Lauren points out Kristen's house and Stephen completely changes the subject <laughs> to going to San Francisco <laughs> for school together. And Lauren mentions not wanting to leave Laguna and I don't blame her. I would love to live in Laguna Beach. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Everyone always asks me if where I grew up was like that. And I'm like, no, it was <laughs> a little tiny tech town, um, and I had to drive thirty minutes to the beach either way. So, oh, man. yeah, <laughs> yeah, not the same. Um, <laughs> yeah, one more thing in that scene. Did you notice that when she was telling Stephen where everything went, she was like, "You're on my bed." Oh yeah, and she totally said mm-hmm. that on purpose. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, that's, that's so funny. So yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, that's it's funny. Like totally a thing you would say to a guy you like. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So forward. You're I mean, for bed. cameras yeah. to be there too. Oh my yeah. god. That's funny. <laughs> I seriously, I've I've seen the show a hundred times, and I never even thought of it like that. I always get caught up on that line. I'm like, Lauren. <laughs> We see you, girl. We see you. (laughs) So then we move to Kristen and Talon eating yogurt together. And it's a little awkward. And I always thought it was awkward in this scene, which kind of makes sense now that I've listened to Kristen and Steven's podcast because Kristen says, like, that she wouldn't normally just go have yogurt with Talon. That wasn't something that they did. So it was Mm -hmm. clearly something that the show asked them to do. And it was clearly something the show asked Talon to ask her about Steven. They don't just sit around and talk about Steven. So, and I just have to say, Kristen's outfit is amazing here. It is the most 2000s thing I've ever seen. Long sleeve turtleneck, mini jean skirt with a bulky belt and Ugg boots. And a nude lip. Yes, yes, and a nude lip. Yeah, and the UGG boots and the mini skirt thing was so popular after this. I remember it mm-hmm. so clearly. Like that was the outfit. And I didn't have UGGs. I never had them. They didn't look right on me. I wasn't a huge fan. But like I like if I could have emulated this look, I would have. This was it. <laughs> Every girl had this outfit. So Kristen talks to Talon about how Stephen lied, telling Kristen he was going to bed early, but then she found out he was at Lauren's house. Talon asks if they hooked up, and Kristen says Steven said that they didn't. Talon says their relationship seems on and off, and that it's a cycle of hooking up with Kristen, and then Lauren, and then Kristen, and then Lauren. (laughs) And then Talon comes in on the side every once in a while. Weird. Uh, That was such a weird comment. I'm like, did producers tell him to say that? (laughs) Did he come up with that line by himself? (laughs) Who the heck says stuff like that? (laughs) Talon, Talon, Talon. Like, this is going to be my mantra. Like, he is so forward. (laughs) And I always flash back to, and I don't know if it's in season one or season two, I can't remember, but he's in the hot tub with, like, three girls. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, why? And Talon's a junior. I know. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So Talon says our town is small. We need another girl. Talon says he's so sick of hooking up with the same girl. Kristen asks who? And Talon says, you know it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Talon really played his part. I think he knew exactly what they were trying to do. And he was so for it, which why wouldn't you? Of course, you want to look like the playboy, the guy who's getting all the girls. 
you could tell that he knew like what the show was going to be, which I don't think anybody else had a clue. But even Steven says on the podcast that Talon just made things easy. Like when he was around and in the scenes, Mm -hmm. he was just easy and he could kind of like implement himself into things well. So I think Talon did a great job. (laughs) He did his job and I'm sure the producers loved working with him. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Kristen finishes the scene with, I hate Lauren. She's just like, get out of my life. (laughs) Yes. So then Lo and Lauren check out the hotel for the party and the hotel manager tells them that they need to be concerned with noise control and is hoping that there will be no dance party. Uh Yeah, I don't think you can ever put teenagers in a room together and ask them (laughs) to keep the noise down. So, you know, I have to tell you guys, I out of curiosity, I looked up the hotel and Mm -hmm. it's still there. I noticed that the hotel guy said it was like $700 a night. Like he said that Mm -hmm. to them, like, okay. But I looked it up and I found like you can still rent the King Suite. Like there's photos of it on the website. And I was like, oh, there it is. That's the room. Um, and oh, now we should go. Now it's fifteen hundred dollars a night. So it's doubled. Oh I know. My God. We should go and have our own. Have the black, black and, and white, white party. Anymore. That's what I wrote yeah. down. I was like, okay, when this podcast blows up and everybody wants to meet us, we can charge a cover to go to the yes. King Suite. And we'll say, no, we won't be dancing don't worry about it and then we will Um, yeah yeah. absolutely and then we can all go get yogurt and our mini skirts and uggs yes i go to the surf shop yeah and then go to pomodoro yes yes gosh yes absolutely that's the plan (laughs) so then we go follow the boys shopping steven polster and trey are all talking about lauren and Kristen fighting over steven Steven says Kristen is a really good girl to have fun and hook up with, which is every girl's dream to hear her boyfriend say. And then he says that Lauren would make a better girlfriend. He says he doesn't want to hurt any of them. What? I think you hurt Kristen in this scene. Uh, Yeah. I know. Uh, I would be livid if my boyfriend said that I was a really good girl to have fun and hook up with. And, you know... They were saying that, like, Kristen dated him throughout her junior year and even, was it her sophomore year as well? Mm -hmm. And it's like, hook up with, you've been dating this girl for, like, more than a year. What are you talking about? And Lauren, who's just like, Lauren is the girl that he's just been hooking up with. So what the heck is he talking about? Steven says that the producers kind of pushed him into saying that because they were trying to portray certain aspects of the girls i i disagree i think sometimes you have to take responsibility for the things that you say mm-hmm. even if like you can say no like i get it they're teenagers but like at some point if i was told to say something about somebody i really cared about that i knew was gonna hurt them or that wouldn't make them paint them in a good light i probably wouldn't say it so i just i don't know i, I that rubbed me the wrong way and i totally get why Kristen would be upset about it he does say like you know, I wasn't sitting around talking to my friends about which girl, like, I liked more. So it was just an awkward conversation to begin with. But again, Kristen's your girlfriend. <laughs> Say yeah, something nice. Exactly. <laughs> so then we move on to Kristen and Steven going on a date. This date does not go well. Steven and Kristen are talking about <laughs> Kristen being mad at him and Steven not replying to text messages because he's lying. Kristen says, you're lying to me. He says he's not lying and that he did go to sleep and not Lauren's house, to which Kristen says, Taylor saw you at 9.15 coming down from Lauren's house. Steven says, after a long pause, how did she know I was at Lauren's house? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly caught. Kristen says, well, you were. Steven continues to defend himself and says he was at Lauren's, but it was 7.30 and they were just talking, which is a big deal, I guess, between 7.30 and 9.15. I don't know. (laughs) Steven says Lauren told him she doesn't know what to say when people ask about them. And Kristen says she could say you're just friends, which is true. Like back then you're like, that was mean. But like, no, she could say you're just friends because you're my boyfriend. And the fact that he used that as his explanation of why he had to go over to her house. I mean, Mm -hmm. you had to go over to her house to explain to Lauren that you're not together? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Call her up. on the phone <laughs> yeah. at your house. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. like, or leave her on red. Okay. Yeah, like what? Who cares? Um, and I, I mean, I don't blame Lauren for this because she was truly trying to figure out what was going on. Like, Stephen was playing her, you know. I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, can you come over and we can talk and you can like tell me what's going on. So when people ask me if we're together, I can tell them. And then secretly wish that you guys would hook up. Right. And you, yeah. want, you of course, Lauren wanted him to be like, I love you, not Kristen. And, yeah. you know, of course. But that's not on Lauren. You know, that's on Steven. He had yeah. a girlfriend and he, it was his, up to him to nip it in the bud. And I think he liked the attention. Oh, yeah. And I think it was hard for him to like completely put that to rest. Which sucks for Lauren. Yeah. He keeps saying on the Back to the Beach podcast that he was like a late bloomer, how he didn't really like grow up or like feel that he was like, you know, good looking, whatever at that time. So all these like beautiful hot girls giving him attention at that time, I'm sure it wasn't something that he could like turn down. Right. So Kristen ends this conversation saying that she heard that. Steven and Lauren had sex and then she gets annoyed and says that she doesn't like Lauren she hates her and that she is over their relationship if all she is ever going to hear about is him and Lauren I used to think Kristen was so bitchy in this scene and I was like of course he doesn't want to hang out with her she's such a bitch but (laughs) um, now I'm like well yeah like if she if she was genuinely hearing that her boyfriend was having sex up at Lauren's house I think she had every reason to be angry and upset and over their relationship if that was all she was ever going to hear about. It's so funny watching it as, like, an adult because... It's so different. (laughs) It's so different. I'm like, of course, of course she's upset, of course. And of course she sounds like a bitch. I would sound like a bitch. Anybody would. Like, this is awful. Steven was very much playing these girls, and it is... I mean, it's delicious to watch, I'll tell you what. But... (laughs) (laughs) So then we move on to the black and white party prep and Morgan, Christina, Lauren, and Lowe are all getting ready together in the bathroom of the Surf and Sand Hotel, which I totally miss getting ready with your girlfriends for things. That was so fun and I miss it and I wish that you still did that as adults, but you don't really and it's Mm -hmm. sad. Christina is crimping her hair, which is amazing and so 2000s. And then we switch to Jessica, Alex, and Kristen getting ready at Kristen's house and Kristen is the only one wearing a white dress. Kristen states that she's really not into this. I wrote down that low right before they showed that she was like, I wish I had a white dress, but I have haven't found a cute white dress yeah. like ever. They're trashy, <laughs> whatever. And then cut to Kristen in the white dress. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh. Like I, see, but I it think was a great was cut. So oh yeah, it was and I think amazing. It was so yeah. real. Like yeah. Lo was just saying that and yeah. it just happened. It was perfect. <laughs> that but... Kristen wore a white dress. And yep. I know Kristen does say later on, like she that was her white dress. Yeah, it wasn't she, planned like, like that. Yeah, she yeah. chose to wear a white dress. It just yep. it happened that way. And it just MTV yep. was like eating it up, I'm sure. That was just such a perfect uh, cut. They're like, wear that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That beautiful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So good. So then we switched to Steven Dieter and Trey, and Steven runs over Dieter's cologne in his car. <laughs> And Dieter is like so pissed. He's yeah. like, "You ran over my like hundred dollar fucking cologne, Stephen!" Like he's so upset. And I remember I used to watch this with my really good friend in high school, and I was convinced that it wasn't cologne, that it was alcohol that he ran over because I was like, "Why is he so mad? It doesn't make any sense. Like it had to be alcohol." And now looking at it, I'm like, "No, that was definitely a cologne bottle." Yeah, such a little like bottle it was too. not that. Yeah. yeah, it was not that serious. Like it was okay. definitely yeah. <laughs> But why was it right next to the car? Yeah, why was it on the ground yeah. at all? I, I, <laughs> yeah. I still don't understand this years later. I'm like, I don't Yeah. I, there's no reason for yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think he there. has any reason to be mad if he left it there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right by the tire. And I love how Dieter's like genuinely so pissed and Steven's just like cracking up. Like he can't contain himself. Like, about how mad Dieter is over the fact that he ran over his cologne. But maybe then it is alcohol if it's right next to the car. Maybe, yeah. I mean, we would go back and forth on this all the time and just be like, no, it has to be alcohol. No, it's not. It's cologne. (laughs) And I I have no idea what it was. But these kids were driving. So, like, I hope it wasn't alcohol. I know. (laughs) I'm praying it wasn't alcohol, but (laughs) who knows? So then we actually get to the black and white party. Lauren and Lo are talking about the rest of the gang arriving. And Lauren says Dieter said that 
me, Steven, Kristen, and Jessica are going to stop by and say hi, and then we're cruising over to Polsters. Again, such a cool name. Like, what? We're cruising over to Polsters. Just <laughs> sounds cool. I forgot to say that I noticed at one point, Polsters Lower Third said party enthusiast, and I thought that yeah. was really great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did it he was get that? Dieter, Steven's wingman, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then Polster party enthusiast. Yeah. It's like, that's like the coolest Lower Third. <laughs> I think Steven said on the podcast, Polster was super pumped about that. Like, I, I would party be too, yeah. <laughs> My coworker, I said something or I was showing her my notes or something because she watches Laguna Beach and she saw Polster and she was like, who is that? And I was like, you don't know who Polster is? Like, <laughs> like are and you Polster? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Everyone loves Polster. <laughs> Fake fan. Yep. <laughs> so outside, Kristen is arriving with Steven and she says that she only wants to stay for five minutes. <laughs> Steven chastises her and she says okay I'm sorry Steven I just don't want to hang out with these people right now and I really feel her because I feel like I have felt that going Mm. into parties even now Mm -hmm. (laughs) so sometimes you're just not feeling hanging out with these people it's a feeling it's you know I have never noticed it before but that scene specifically if you look at their mouths they actually don't say that at all really i didn't like it's so blatantly obvious when i watch it now i i rewind it and i'm like they're literally saying other things like their Um, mouths are not matching the audio at all that's funny so it's so interesting yeah i wonder when that conversation happened then yeah could have been anytime yeah i know (laughs) anytime lauren's there i know (laughs) yeah exactly kristen said on back to the beach that she didn't really hang out with this group of people and it makes sense because she's not a senior and this was a mtv planned party so why would she want to be there so I don't really blame her for this, but they obviously make it seem, again, like Kristen's the asshole and doesn't want to hang out with these people. But, I mean, that is awkward, especially when it's a class that you don't hang out with. Mm-hmm. So Kristen walks past Lauren without saying hi, and Lauren looks upset when she's hugging Steven. Hold on. I put, why is Lauren barefoot at her own party? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's in their little cute heels or their dresses, and Lauren opens the door barefoot. I'm like, come on, girl, this yeah. is your party. <laughs> I know, with her flat iron to hell hair. Oh, yeah. It's like fried. Yeah. It's so fried. <laughs> I love her to death, but girl, mm, she probably had to do a lot of work to get her hair back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After high school. Steven is wearing tray suit, and it's blue. I wrote that down too. I was like, come on, Stephen. It's the one rule. Lauren yells at him and says, this isn't even your suit, it's Trey's suit and it's blue. Um, So I'm like, go Lauren for calling him out on that. Christina turns on music and tries to get people dancing. And she's like, come on, everyone, dance. And Kristen is so annoyed. Uh, She (laughs) says, nah and rolls her eyes (laughs) and i'm like she is so me like i'm living for kristen now so then lo and lauren are dirty dancing in the bedroom and it's hilarious uh because i feel like they've had a couple drinky drinks at this point and they are having a great time it was very cringy dancing yeah (laughs) it's great i'm like this is high school for sure (laughs) kristen is getting increasingly annoyed that they haven't left yet and in this particular scene i spot jen bunny the rat I we will see this later, but I really dislike Jen Bunny. Um, (laughs) And and Morgan, if you notice, oh, Alex M's friend, yeah, is Morgan there? Yeah, Morgan's there too. Okay, yeah, yeah. Huh? I did not see Morgan, but I did see Jen Bunny. I like spot her out like anywhere. I just I don't trust the girl. (laughs) (laughs) I got to keep my eyes open for her. You know, Lauren says. And this is this was honestly probably my favorite part. I swear, if I hear Kristen say she wants to leave one more time, I'm going to pick her up and physically remove her from the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because Kristen's actually standing pretty close to her at this point. And I'm like, Kristen is about to turn around and like throw hands or something like this yeah. is going to go bad. But it actually doesn't go bad. It actually just, you know, moves on. And there's another wonderful exchange of looks between Lauren and Stephen. <laughs> before steven decides to leave with Kristen, and it's 
it was amazing. so awkward again it was like is she moving towards him or not like it was so yeah it was, it was good <laughs> i do think it was a little more real here than it was at the barbecue yeah. where they were clearly stitching random things <laughs> together i think lauren was super bummed i think she thought her and steven were gonna spend way more time together at this party than mm-hmm. um, actually happened and i don't think she intended for him to bring Kristen for some reason i thought maybe she had the impression that he was coming alone that's bummy i get it like i get why she was bumming she had a crush and it wasn't going well so she looks pretty significantly sad that steven has left and she actually says i'm so bummed right now and she's talking to a few of the boys and they're talking about going skinny dipping and lauren's just like yeah this sucks so she kind of looks forlornly out at sea before the credits roll and that's our very first episode Mm. (laughs) (laughs) so much drama how do you guys feel after that first episode? Are you hooked? <laughs> Can you hardly stand it? Even after all these years later, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After watching so many reality shows that are so much more manufactured, but mm-hmm. so much more drama, I feel like this one had just the right amount of drama to like hook you in. It wasn't overly dramatic, where like it's super catty up front. Like it still had that sort of chill vibe, but like. Yeah. It's still good, even up to today's standard. Yeah. yeah. Sure, some of the scenes didn't have a lot of conversation, and they yeah. were just, like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, produced scenes where they were yeah. catching people looking over at the yeah. at the air and, and whatever, mm-hmm. but it was still a great episode. Yeah, I, uh, I had a boyfriend who I tried to make watch the show once, and at the end of this episode, he was like, nothing happened. <laughs> and I, I was like, so much happened. What are you talking about? And he was like, they, literally nothing happened. He was like, he was like, there was this girl who had a boyfriend, and they went to a party. And I was like, I mean, you clearly don't understand me <laughs> like at all. Gosh, so, yeah. you know, so much happens in such a little amount of time. And I, doing the notes for this episode, I noticed that it took a really long time to get to the black and white party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a lot true. was going on like it was called a black and white affair but there was a lot going on that wasn't had anything to do with the party so that was interesting to me but I mean it's a good first episode it definitely keeps you wanting more you want to know what's going to happen with Steven and Lauren and Kristen and and it really sets it up that like Lauren and Steven will have something down the line like I yeah. feel mm-hmm. like it really looks that way even with his his line of like you know Lauren eventually being like the better girlfriend rather yeah. than like yeah. being with Kristen mm-hmm. so I mean that was something we all looked forward to I'm yes. sure yeah and this is the first episode and we're already implying that Steven is cheating on Kristen with yeah. Lauren <laughs> actively yeah. having sex and there's like 16 yeah you know it's it's crazy crazy. yeah it is absolutely nuts what was your favorite outfit my favorite was the jean skirt with the black turtleneck and the belt (laughs) that one specifically I was like oh my gosh when she came on screen it just (laughs) I felt like that was me (laughs) yeah yeah so it was good yeah I had that one and I also put down Lowe's black dress Mm. I thought that was really cute. Like, it was super low cut in the front. I mean, I would never wear that in high school. But, like, (laughs) 29-year-old me now would love to wear that dress to my Mm. own black and white affair. Yeah. Yeah. I also love the mini skirt and the black turtleneck. But also in the scene where Lauren is showing Stephen her house, her hair up in her pony and her plain tank top with her flared jeans i was just like that was so my outfit and her yeah. big white bag yes yeah. the giant i also purse. Used to have huge yeah. purses that yeah. you would carry yep. like everything yeah in. and mm-hmm. actually in high school i remember we stopped wearing backpacks it was all giant bags yeah. where we would yes. like stuff our books into and like kill our shoulders yep. carrying these huge <laughs> bags. It was like not cool to have a backpack anymore. So yeah, that was awesome. Definitely. I feel like I want to revisit my style because of the show, mm-hmm. <laughs> but everybody would be like, why are you dressed like a 2000s person? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to come back around. The style always does. So yeah. I mean, have you been to Target lately? It's mm-hmm. all nineties. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I have to say my favorite moment was I'm not going if Lauren's going Mm. (laughs) and Kristen being like a total like just not into the party and wanting to leave and (laughs) just like not into anything like I just I loved 
her unapologeticness. <laughs> yeah, my, I put my favorite part was when she says nah at the black and white party for dancing because it was just so real. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I probably would have been scared to say something like that at a party in high school. I would have been, yeah. you know, like, I have to get up and dance or whatever. But she was just like, nope. <laughs> so, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, is this the like anti-party party <laughs> like when she yeah. walks into the room mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like oh gosh Kristen, Kristen. i put low in the bathroom getting ready with morgan and christina and she looks over at christina's dress she goes this really that's so cute <laughs> 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 like low is such a shade assassin oh, I know. and she's just like so funny like it comes off funny and it's like bitchy on camera yeah. but like yeah. she is so funny I love and then her. they're all talking in that scene about their dresses from previous dances and lauren's like my dress was orange oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like first of all i need to see this orange yes. dress <laughs> and then lo just goes my dress was cute <laughs> no regrets <laughs> yeah like go low <laughs> All right. I think that concludes our very first episode of MLTV. I'm so excited. That was super fun. I hope you join us again next week for more Laguna Beach drama with season one, episode two, The Bonfire. If you like what you hear, we do this every week. So please subscribe or follow anywhere you podcast. We love hearing from our listeners. So feel free to reach out to us at millennialtv at gmail.com. That is millennialtv.com. T-E-A-V at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram. We are Candice, Liz, and Adrian, your millennial TV hosts, and we will see you next week. Bye.